Welcome back to the 2023 SIEDC Business Conference. We're joined now with Alex Lutz, VP of Marketing and Public Relations for Richmond University Medical Center. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. There's a couple of things we talk about on this, and a lot of it's branding and marketing and PR. Uh, I would definitely want to talk about your new uh, podcast and web series, uh, Rumsey Connections. Yeah. But more importantly, I think Bloomfield has a couple of questions about the last episode of The Mandalorian. That's right. Well, Alex is a big Star Wars fan. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. We, we talked a little earlier. You said you were you enjoying it, Actually. but you, you get up. Uh, he's got Darth Vader socks on. Wow. It was quick. It was what? It was like 30 minutes. 30 That's real deal. Minutes. That's hardcore. He just popped out Star That's Wars it. socks. I, All right. I got to show you my underwear now. Right. Well, listen, we know. We know. Um, <laughs> so you're Sith. You're the dark side. But, I am the Sith through and through. Uh, I'm the light side. Darth so. Vader's my hero. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. He's only killed a couple of babies. Um, misunderstood. He's misunderstood. All right, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> now, what do you think? Do you think uh, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader will get flashbacks in Ahsoka? Uh, I think so. I think there'll probably be a second season to Obi-Wan. I hope um, so. But I'm looking forward to, I mean, I, some of the shows, like Andor, wasn't too crazy about. Uh, it was different. It is different. Uh, I'm looking yeah, forward to ending. Ahsoka you to see. You knew before it started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you did. But, you know, I, I mean, if you're real, if you follow Star Wars, I mean, there's this character, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and I'm looking forward to seeing him in Can't real. Can't wait to see him. Real, uh, but they've done well. Disney's done well with uh, with Star Wars, and now they've got three new movies coming out in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, when I first saw it, I mean, look, I saw it in 77 in the theaters. I was five years old, and I'd never seen anything like it. Darth Vader came through that. Door was like, wow. And then when you find out he wasn't the guy in charge, it's like, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, is, it really is. It, 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 it stands the test of time, right? Yes, Here we are. Absolutely. You have new generations, kids who are now once again re energized by it, love absolutely. it. Absolutely. The toy cell, lightsaber cell, mm -hmm. Disney. Now, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet. It's no, awesome. me neither. It's fantastic. I'm going in October. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. So I can't wait. I wanted to stay at the hotel. They have that uh, immersive experience, yeah, yeah. but it's two grand if a night. If you'll pay for me, I'll come yeah, with it's you. Two, two grand a night. I told my wife, get a night job with your day job. <laughs> and, you know. Two rides, they're exhilarating. You got to go on. You have to. The like, resistance. The and resistance is the, the wow. best. They say very the interactive one, and everything. The one immersive experience that I highly recommend is what Carrie and Finn did, where they they got to go make their own lightsabers. Pick their that, that's right. crystal. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want, that I want to awesome. do. I would do that. My my daughters are actually the hits with the, the guys in their schools because, and I guess I did my parenting right, they will actually sit there and tell you who's who's a good guy, who's a bad guy in Star Wars, and they will also tell the guys which superheroes are Marvel and which ones are DC. That's so right. I've, I've done my job. Marvel as over DC. Nothing more um, you could ask for. But I, <laughs> look, Dan earlier said that we could do anything we put our mind to. We would like the advance to take us and Rum C down to the immerse, uh, what's it called? The Star Cruiser. The Galactic the, the, Star Cruiser. Right. And we'll do the podcast live. There from you there. go. It's like he's trying to In use, character. He's trying to use the force. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, you so got to get your Jedi and Sith names and go by by those names. So, as a complete outsider, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump in. And I'm go like, ahead. I'm going to bring this podcast. Have you back. ever yeah, seen yeah. Star Wars? I could care less about Star oh. Wars. From from branding, sure, it's great. It's it's iconic. I get it. But I mean, I'm not wearing socks over here. You know what I mean? Uh, so, 
pulling it back in a little bit, talk a little bit about what Dan mentioned, your new podcast series that you guys are hosting and how you guys are marketing and branding yourself sure. uh, over at Rumsey. Uh, well, the new, the new uh, podcast is called Rumsey Connections, and podcasts are just as part of its, its standard form of, of promotion now. So we wanted to get the word out to people about the services at Richmond University Medical Center, kind of take the mystery out of some of the procedures and things that go on and get to know our doctors on a personal level. So the, 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 the idea behind the podcast is to have our doctors have a podcast where if you're coming in for a procedure, uh, like Dr. Harris, who's our chair of surgery, was just recently on the podcast and does these amazing surgeries by robot. Wow. A lot of people are nervous about the thought of a robot you know, I would, be, I would on be one of those. People. Okay, he can now turn to the podcast and say, "If you listen to the podcast I did on robot, it explains everything." Um, but more importantly, it, it's it's a, it's an opportunity to get information about the great services. What we have, you know, uh, here on Staten Island is services that you would get at any major hospital off island. And rather than traveling to New Jersey, Manhattan, or Brooklyn, these surgeries, these procedures, these cancer treatment—they're all being done at Richmond University Medical Center. And any doctor will tell you that a big part of the process is healing and being at home. And if you're in a hospital all the way up at West Side Manhattan, you know, your family may not be able to get to you every time, uh, every day, you're, you're, you feel removed from people. And I know people who have needed procedures, not life-threatening, you know, to deal with something life-threatening, who have put it off because they don't want to go to Manhattan. They don't want to Makes be sense. that farly, uh, far, excuse me, far removed from their family. Um, so having the opportunity to have the podcast to talk about, we're doing this right here with board certified, fellowship trained doctors, it's right here in your backyard. So that's one of the new, I guess, initiatives we're gonna call it, that you're using to market the brand. Absolutely. So, so we share similar fields, except what you do is not as sexy, right? So it's hard right. to market healthcare. Talk about some of the other unique things you're doing along with this podcast package that's really branding you guys to the community. Well, we started a TV show on public access television called Rumsey Vital Signs. Um, and again, we're, we're, we're using the doctors, and, and you're right, it, it is very hard to market healthcare. There's a connection if you need something. Um, but what it's really about, um, and I think it's anywhere in healthcare, and you see it in the ads, is promoting the expertise of what you have. Trust. Uh, trust. Right. That is a big factor, is trust. Um, and you know, you can put all the bells and whistles about board certification, and, and the common person doesn't know what that means. Right. So what we try to do is put a face on our physicians and our medical staff. If you have a doctor that you can talk to who's conversive to you, who explains what's gonna to happen to you in, in terms you can understand, and you feel like you're coming in and you know that doctor, it's, it's they call it, uh, they call it a white coat fear. And, and, you, and you see it, I, I've seen it in, in our emergency room. People are, are calm, the doctor walks in with the white lab coat, you do the blood pressure, and That's it. It, it's, it's a nervous feeling. Uh, it, it, it's weird, but it happens. So the idea behind all the marketing is to get out there that we have the services, but also that our doctors, and many of them are from Staten Island themselves, so these are people that might be your neighbor that understand uh, who you are and, and are there to help you. Now, you guys have had a ton of huge things going on over on your campus uh, on the North Shore lately. One of them, it was, correct me if I'm wrong, the first new emergency room to open in New York City yes. post-COVID. Post-COVID, yes. We're in the middle of uh, over $250 million in capital projects, renovations, and expansions. 
Uh, it started last August. We opened up a brand new 14-room medical intensive care unit. A lot of what we learned during the pandemic uh, was put into the, the creation of that unit. So for example, um, every room has what we call double headboards. So you ever go into a, 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 a patient room, you see all the places with the tubes and the oxygen. Every room at Rumsey now has two of those in the event that we have a patient surge. What we saw during the pandemic, we got our first COVID patient on March 14th, and two weeks later we had 214 COVID positive patients in the hospital. So this allows us to take care of um, those individuals. So that was the first thing that opened in August. Um, and then in uh, January of this year, we opened our new 35,000 square foot emergency department. It's more than double the size of our previous emergency department. It's got larger trauma bays, triage areas, dedicated units for pediatrics, behavioral health, sexual assault victims, um, tra uh, stroke and, and cardiac emergencies. So that opened and has been open. Um, in the end of this summer, we're going to be opening up our new expanded surgical department. That's going to be 10 brand new state-of-the-art surgical suites. Uh, two of those suites will be equipped with robotic uh, operating systems. It's kind of and Star Wars-like, I guess. Pretty much, pretty much. It actually is. If you play a video game, I'm sitting like that. Then you have the expertise. Just go on YouTube and you're ready to go. <laughs> That's it. Um, is it on Twitch? Can people yeah, watch know, I, on I, Twitch? I joke. By the time we're done with our podcast that we're doing, I'm going to be able to do surgery. I'm going to scrub in. That's it. Um, <laughs> Tell so. ChatGPT to perform <laughs> surgery. Yeah, Mike's exactly. all in on that. Exactly. He loves it. ChatGPT. Yeah. So, you guys, um, I mean, there's, you guys also specialize in prenatal. Babies. And prenatal. The end of the year, our mother-baby unit will be totally renovated. And one of the things that you'll be able to get at Rumsey going forward is every room will be a single bed suite. So you will not be sharing rooms with other couples. And that's for privacy reasons, health reasons following the pandemic, and also to enhance the bonding experience between, you know, mom, dad, and the new arrival. See, that's great, because I think you charged me a thousand a night, but that's okay. I won't hold it against you. That's all we get? I, I need your information. Well, it should have been more than and, that. And it was, and it was, I think it was cash, right? Yeah, it was cash. I think I dropped it off on your doorstep. <laughs> no, no. Dan's like, you got to edit yes. this out. And, edit and, this and, out. and that I, was just the first deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Dan got it for free. We knew it was a big deal. It was <laughs> being at the hospital and having the baby. And I don't know if you guys went through this. So my wife had to have the C-section. Right. So they roll the baby out into the hallway before yep. the room's ready, and they put me next to this baby. Right. Why would and they do that? now I'm like, the nurse said, all right, we'll be back. We got to go close your wife up. Is anyone going to help me? And they just left. Now the baby's crying. I'm like, I don't know how to take care of a baby. It's harder <laughs> to buy a beer than it is to have a child. Yes. You need to have ID. You need to. Well, that's <laughs> kind of kind the of test. We the kind of throw. Happy. Yeah, we throw you in the deep end and see what happens. Right. Oh, so, you know, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Oh, and then the then the who's peeing on you? Who's pooping? Right. The explosive poop. Right. Where's I guess this going? I don't know. You know, I like it. And, and you know, the baby's laying there like this is what I got to deal with. <laughs> this is my dad. This, this is my is dad. The first voice I heard. <laughs> but, but I will say the level of care that you guys yeah. had then, and again, it was 2020, right? Oh, so fantastic. the level of care yeah. was was fantastic. We were we were fortunate that my son was born healthy mm -hmm. and everything, no complications. Right. But but still, just watching what your team of nurses, doctors, and everyone who was a part of everything that we experienced. From, from top to bottom was fantastic. Right. Even on the even on the exit, like I mean, thank you. It, and it's a passion. I mean, the, I I I'm not in any way. I don't have MD or any of those after my name. And I, I look at the men and women and the people who work at Rumsey, and they are dedicated to what they do. They are there to take care of people. And a lot of the renovations that we're doing was to give them the facilities that match the care that you get. I mean, we 
we have so many national accreditations and awards and things that we've won, and you don't just win those. Um, and, and it's not, you have to consistently provide good quality of, of care because it's very similar to, I'll, I'll use the terminology like a pizzeria. You, you get one bad or a couple bad reviews, you're, you're out of business. If people think they can't trust you with their health, then you're out of business. So, and you're dealing with people a lot of times in a fragile state, they're at the worst state, they're nervous, they're afraid, they may be unconscious, their family members are worked up. That, that's not something that everybody can deal with. Um, and I talked to, we had our, our, our chief of med emergency medicine on the podcast a couple of, couple of weeks ago, and I, and I said to him, I said, how do you deal with that where you're sitting kind of like what we're doing right now at a table, and all of a sudden the loudspeakers, trauma one coming in, and you got to switch to that mode. And, and he said it, the training guides you through it. But you're also a human being. And when that trauma is over, he makes it a point to go up to every nurse and, how are you? Is everything okay? Everything good? Because you can't just go home and turn off what you may see. It, you know, it, it, it really is not for everybody. And when you meet the people who do it, and they're saving lives every day, and they're changing lives for the better every day, you just there's not enough good things you can say about them. And outside their level of care and expertise, we're also in Staten Island, and let's just call it what it is, the average patient is a lot more high-strung than yes. probably most other places <laughs> in the country. True. Just so, from the drive to the right. hospital. It, it, it's <laughs> true. It's, so, so it's, it's like, true. It's like double for you guys and your team because they're able to manage Absolutely. our personalities and, and our expectations, which are higher than most other places in exactly. the country. Exactly. And, you know, and, and there is a heightened level. People are still traumatized by the pandemic. Um, and that is changed healthcare. I mean, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, like I said, we're doing the, the, uh, the double headboards for patient surges. Uh, a whole bunch of new um, you know, sterilization techniques have been uh, required now by the CDC. Uh, you know, you God, I hope we never have to go through that again. Uh, and now you just learn from that experience to, to, to make it better. Listen, you guys are near and dear to me. We had ours, our kids in 15 and 19 there. Uh, I've watched the hospital grow and I've been partnered and worked with you over the last nine years of my career and it's it's been incredible the transitions you made and then also not only the good work you, that you've done in the community as part of your, your hospital but also how you and and our team right collectively right. we've grown the brand into what it is and, and I don't think people think of it as St. Vincent's anymore I think it's really gotten to a point now mm -hmm. where you're a powerhouse that people know Richmond University Medical Center is a place to go for quality care. So. Absolutely, and the, the Advance has been a fantastic partner for us in everything that we do, um, from the podcast to the advertising in the in the newspaper. Um, it's been a wonderful partnership, and that's really what it's about: is, is getting that word out to to people. You know, uh, some people say, "Well, you know, you just open a standard newspaper. That's kind of old school kind of marketing." But you know what? You know, you have seniors that aren't tech savvy and that old school marketing is what counts. And then you have something like what we're doing with the podcast and that's your younger, you know, uh, generation about getting that information out. And it's amazing how technology, social media, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and even TikTok, all these these platforms that if, if you're really not using them, you're almost like a dinosaur. You're really not marketing it. But it's also how you reach those different markets in... The, the images you use, the language that you use. Well, it's context not, per platform. Exactly, right. exactly yeah. because it's, it's also very hard when you have, you know, some I, I joke our doctors go into medical ease when they're talking about, because they use these terms and, and they know what they're talking right. about. The layman is like, I have no idea 
what you're saying. Yeah, I do it's that. It's like when Mike talks <laughs> <What tech>. it's, <laughs> it's vice versa. When you try to explain what we do to them, you talk about SEO, SEM, all these other right. things. Right. And they look at you like... I think your wife knows what you do. My wife has no idea what I do. <laughs> I, I, I don't I think mean, she does. I've, I've known her for 10 years, happily married uh-huh. for five. We just celebrated our fifth wedding anniversary. And, and, if, and when someone says to her, what does Anthony do? She's like, I have no idea. Runs she events. Has, yeah, she has no idea. There you go. But I think that's good. It adds a mystique yeah. to it. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, well, it's Richmond University Medical Center. It was St. Vincent's. But we've been serving Staten Island for nearly 120 years. Wow, uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's it was there. It's funny because the oldest building on our campus, which is called the Villa Building, was actually intended to be the summer home for President Ulysses Grant. Wow. The reason he his wife spent one summer on Staten Island and told him they were never moving in again. There were too many mosquitoes. <laughs> and they never even came back. Even then, the wives always had the same. president. The, of the mosquito United authority States. wasn't around back then. Apparently not. The 19th president of the United States almost lived in. Staten so Island. he never came back. They sold the uh, house to a, uh, a monastery. It became a tuberculosis hospital through the year. And now it's it's actually that structure is still on the campus. It's called the Villa Building. It's part of like a good, a good locally grown concept. Just I saying. Know. I think <laughs> this is interesting. Get, <laughs> get Christina Robin down there. We will. We've been talking. Go. Actually, we've been talking about a couple different things about filming at Rumsey in the hospital with yeah. the next season uh, of locally grown with Northfield Bank and Salmon Real Estate. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Alex, listen, we'll wrap Thank this you. up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you we just had a birthday, us. right? Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, Thank happy you. birthday. We don't want to remind people. How about old that. are we? Forty this year. Forty. Yeah. Tell him, let's not bring that up. Tell him. He doesn't look, he looks like he's 60. Tell him. It's Thank you. People could have killed someone and done less time. <laughs> You'd be out by now. Best place, <laughs> best place for people to uh, find Rumsey services online is, uh, is uh, our website, which is www.rumcsi.org. Podcasts are there, and the podcasts are there, and uh, Vital Signs is our TV show on Channel 34, uh, Staten Island Community Access Television. Outstanding. Well, Alex, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Send Meredith our best. I will. That's a wrap. That's it.